Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Pathfinder podcast on the planet where we ask the hard questions like now I know this is like last week's question but hear me out where does the belly button go on a centaur no 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 no. we cannot fucking return to this we're gonna have a fight again no but like do they have two well, okay hold me- on hold on do horses even have belly buttons I mean surely right they're mammals so they have to have umbilical cords um, well, the- does a horse have a belly button Horses are built different, first of all. Yes, they so. do have belly buttons. Do they? Yeah, it's like close to their uh, um, their horse bits, you know, the... I, uh, yeah, don't, you don't have I to specify. I didn't need to see a picture of that. I'm, oh my god. <laughs> well, okay, I've seen a lot of I pictures. Don't longer want to, I don't want where... to talk about this question anymore. No, I'm, I'm not done. I've seen a lot of pictures where they don't put belly buttons on the human half. They just put hair there. I mean, that's a good idea, too. Like, if you're not really I think it sure. makes sense. Yeah. I think it makes sense for it to go on the horse part, because it's like the bigger part. Or bigger half. That's true. It's where the nutrients goes, smiley face. I hate that sentence a lot, actually. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Do you want to play past <laughs> I, I, I quite dislike <laughs> I that I made a sentence. mistake. I thought it was going to be on its tummy, but it wasn't. Well, I'm not responsible for your mistakes. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, are we all going to start playing? Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, everyone. Last time in Extinction Curse. Uh, you guys had a week. You had some stuff you need to do, like promoting the circus. And um, really, you have to put all your attention into that because opening night is very important. And even if you did come to Eskadar for other reasons than simply to uh, put on a show... That is priority number one when you arrive, making sure it goes off without a hitch. Um, you spent the week preparing, you met a will-o'-wisp, you found some, like a swamp, you found a weird earring in the swamp, well, it wasn't an earring, but fully made into one. And after a while, you guys uh, got together and put on your first performance in the city of Eskadar. And there were no interruptions except for three times. Isn't it great? Only three. Mistress Dusklight sent uh, a party of saboteurs um, to ruin your night, and they damn well did pretty, like, they did a lot. Like, a calliope blinded the entire audience for a second. Um, But luckily, you guys were able to put on the show anyway, 
throw those guys out and recruit one of them for your own circus. And you had a very successful opening night. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kind of sexy of us. Making money. Hell yeah's right. Making money. Fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah? Is that, what we're, is that what Moriori is doing? Um, well, Moriori wouldn't call them a bitch. <laughs> okay. Well, would we like to would we like to jump into character? Yeah, yeah sure. So, we're going to start in the middle of the night. The night of the big show. We see Volio. Uh-oh. Volio, how do you sleep? Are you asking how well or like in what position? How like it, like how physically do you sleep? Knowing you backwards. there's probably some Okay, backwards. How do you sleep backwards? Backwards. Okay. Are you physically in bed? I need to notice. Yes, he's in he's physically in his bed, yes. Okay. Um he's probably like a messy sleeper. You are lying um against the bed, kinda like snoring when you are disturbed by a rustling. He he kinda blinks awake. Uh he looks around at like his feet. Is it around there? It's on your chest. You feel a weight on your chest. What body? Curled up on your chest, Royo, is a body. And he's kind of coiled and staring directly into your eyes. Trouble sleeping, my friend? Is something the matter? There's a dead body! He, he looks around frantically? Who's dead? Volio, the thing is that not even for a moment does he look away from your eyes. Volio pinches himself. Oddbody. I think your tracker is damaged. I am not dead. You are trying to speak these words, Volio, but you can't. That's nice. Oh dear. The voice that passes your lips, even for just a moment, isn't that of Volio Via. And for a moment, you aren't in your bedroom. It's not that you're dreaming, this is very clearly happening here while you wake. But for a moment, your bed is in a swamp. With rotting trees surrounding you in all angles. And this is a swamp that you recognize. Can he move? No. Can he scream? And Volio, I think it's at that moment that you start seeing beyond the canopies of the trees around you in that grey bleak sky shapes at first you think they're like snakes or worms 
Mm. But they're huge, like so vast that you don't know how to even like properly understand their scale. But you know that they can't be snakes or worms because snakes and worms don't tend to have brightly colored fur. That is true, you got me there. And as these creatures which seem to shift and stir every time you look at them, they feel like odd body, but much bigger. And I think finally one of them moves into a position where you can see its face. And it's not like odd bodies, but it's still unsettling. It's long, um, kind of like still covered in fur, uh, coming into like a very long floppy cone shape, I guess is the best way of putting it is. It's like the end of its face forming into like a point, but there it doesn't even feel like there's any bone beneath it. It looks like it's almost entirely made of this fur. Is it a fucking worm on a string? No, it's funny that you mentioned this because it has giant cartoony looking eyes and it's fuzzy, fuzzy body. It does look like something that someone from our world might categorize as a weird, freakish worm on a string. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! I love it! I love it! Oh my god, okay. That's actually fucking terrifying. There are multiple, judging by the different colors, but only one of them, you see its face. And in a weird, undulating voice that seems to change and shift every single time, like every split second, you hear uh, a single command. Follow the and with that, everything vanishes, and Volio, you are back in bed with Odd Body on your chest. Uh, uh, he's a little breathless, probably, like, sits up, panting a little bit. He feels weird. He feels weird with Odd Body here, right now. He still is looking directly into your eyes, Volio. He looks down at him, and he kind of hovers a hand over him. He tilts his head at you. What are you? Right. And so, Voliovia. You are now level six, as is everyone else. And that's crazy. Um, so before any uh, anything else for the rest of the day, um, morning does come, and everyone kind of slowly wakes up. Royari, you probably wake up early to, you know, do your hair, do your makeup. Ariato, you on the other hand are probably sleeping in, if I'm going to make a guess. 
<laughs> and Volio, how are you doing after after that? I don't think he sleeps after that. Uh, he doesn't go back to bed, no matter how tired he was. I don't think he could like find a way to fall back asleep. So, I think. I do want to say it's oddly terrifying for Volio to be perturbed by something. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it. It was multiple parts of that that skeeped him out. I don't blame him. Yeah, but I think that he's been trying to get that off his mind by doing other things around camp. Mm -hmm. Probably like cleaning up, which is also it's not weird for him actually. I won't say that because uh, he does his part, but. He's being oddly helpful. <laughs> yeah, oddly helpful. Okay. Asking everyone if, like, they have something that they need help with. I'd say by the time the breakfast comes, Ariat and Royer, you've probably noticed this, and you're like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Rayari uh, walks up to um, Volio and puts a hand on his, on their forehead, like they're checking, um, and it's like, do you have a fever? How are you reaching this high? I am standing on another box! <laughs> uh, Volio's forehead feels fine. You- you- okay, you don't seem like you have a fever. Why are you being- why are you being like this? Excuse me, what? I am just simply doing my duties. What is wrong? Ariado and I have discussed and you are acting extremely strange. What's new? We've been asking people if they need help. Is this bad? Julio, you asked Axel if he needed help. Yes. Okay, then. <laughs> you asked Axel. And, <laughs> and you didn't bully him. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> what is that about? He doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything for that. <laughs> Ariatho cornered him with the one piece of, uh, piece of information. Or <laughs> he's like, are you okay? I have seen the error of my ways and have decided to be nice to Axel. That is my <laughs> excuse. Your excuse? So it's a lie? That's not true. You have to roll something to realize that. <laughs> <laughs> Go with the roleplay, Volio. <laughs> Um, okay. I think you guys do sit down for breakfast eventually. Mm -hmm. So, everyone, you've all leveled up now. We're level six. It's true, it's and, true. Uh, we're gonna go uh, around the table, um, starting with, I think, Royari. Royari, at level six, what did you get? Um, I got laid. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I took a, I got a skill feat, um, because God hates mm -hmm. me. Um, mm. but I got, um, hobnobber. Okay. Which is a, mm. which is a silly word. Um, but it, it's a funny one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it just makes me, like, it makes it so it's easier for me to get information by just talking to people. Um, mm -hmm. Rayari just becomes an even, an even smoother speaker than, uh, she already was. Um, mm -hmm. and then I got, um, a class feat. I mm -hmm. took a one of the I took a champion feat because I am multiclassing in that. And mm -hmm. I got glimpse of redemption, so um uh -huh. I can sniff I can sniff out redeemable people. So the way glimpse of redemption works, uh, for those of us at home, um, is it's the redeemer's signature move. Um you basically 
guilt trips someone into not being evil anymore. <laughs> it's true. Uh, as a reaction when so, uh, an opponent attacks uh, one of your allies, uh, you can basically... The foe hesitates under the weight of sin as visions of redemption play in their mind's eye. The foe must choose one of the following. Either don't attack the, uh, the ally... Don't attack that person after all and basically waste your action. Or the ally gets a load of resistance to this damage and the uh, attacker is enfeebled too until the end of its next turn. Mm -hmm. Which is very fun, very nice. Is that you, Royari? E, um, other than just everything going up numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ariato, level six, what's good? Uh, well, she buffed up a few of her defenses, uh -huh. which is always good for a yes. spellcaster. Mm hmm. Especially one who's wading into melee. Yep. So she got Terrifying Resistance. Okay. Which, if she demoralizes a creature, then she gets a plus one circumstance bonus to saving throws against those creatures' spells. Very good. Because that doesn't just last for a round, that lasts for like a while. Yeah. And then Energetic Resonance, which if I get hit with any harmful spell, uh, be it like acid, fire, cold, then I get a resistance to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sacrifice one of your spell slots and it will do huge resistance. Like, big time. Fuck your burning hands. I don't yeah. care. And then I also get uh, a spell. I'm very afraid. The way you said that is always so scary. <laughs> um, is that you, then? Yep, not a lot for, set for level 6. <laughs> the even levels are usually class feet, skill feet. It's the odd levels you got to keep an eye out for, because that's when the weird mm. shit comes in. Yeah. Um, that's why they're called odd. True. Ha ha ha. I reach through the screen and I snap your neck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, and lastly but not leastly, um, kind of pertaining to your dream last night, what's up, Volio? What did you get this level? Uh, well... I got a I got a skill feat. I'll go yeah. through that first before the other. Um, mm -hmm. but I got a skill feat called So Rumor. Whereas Royari can spend downtime looking for honest answers, you can spend downtime just making a bullshit and making people believe it. Jesus. Yeah, literally. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> um, and then I got some spells, baby. Finally. Finally. Volio, you have taken basic spellcasting. <laughs> um, yes. Now, the way this works is because you are a blood rager, um, which is the uh, homebrewed barbarian patch that we uh, that I made for you. Mm -hmm. um, you can cast spells during rage, but the trade-off is you can only cast spells during rage. Uh, yes. Which means that if you want to cast these spells outside of combat, you do still need to rage, which is an experience. Um, this is my burden. This is your burden. Um, you don't get as many spells as Ariato, nor are these spells as strong, but uh, they are arcane spells because of your uh, patron, which is um, the rune patron, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and judging by your vision last night, Volio, you may have had a close encounter with your patrons. Whoa. Giant there's worms an S, on strings. There's an S at the end of that? There's an S? There, there's was more? Mo there was multiple creatures in that vision. 
He's still going? <clears throat> I don't like that. What the fuck? Well, comforting. Nice. Good. Great. I feel warm. I hope I hope our listeners and uh, our co-players are reassured to know that no, Volio doesn't know it's up with Odd Body Eater. Yeah, um, I don't know shit. <laughs> I know. Um, I know anyway. you know. You better know. If you didn't know, I'd be concerned. Derry's making it up as we go. <laughs> you guys are finished with your breakfast, uh, which was a lovely uh, piece of home-baked bread uh, made by the Dwarven Trowers. Um, and you guys are free to talk and figure out what you want to do today. You know that um, you have to try to figure out more about this Moonstone Hall, which according to um, the notes of Baleni, the succubus back in Averton, uh, may be where the Zulgath first came into uh, the Isle of Aaron. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll find out more about why they came here in the first place. Unfortunately, you have absolutely no idea. You're going to have to try to figure out a way to find where Moonstone Hall is. That is true. Um... So, you're all talking to each other. It is the morning. What do you guys do? Volio finishes his delicious and delectable uh, slice of bread. It's um, probably toast. Fantasy toast. Do they have butter? Um, you know, butter is like an ancient thing, right? Like a lot of it's like an old piece of food. It's an old thing. That's simply not true. What are you not? Okay. Okay. You go and keep going. He he finishes and he's like, ah, well, since our schedule has cleared now. Do you think we have time to actually sit around? That sounds like a good idea. We need to find that... Uh, what is it? I don't remember. It's tower, something, something, moon. Rayari uh, pulls out their notes. Um, they've definitely written. Uh, Rayari sighs and is like, Um, it's presumably in a temple of Aridin? Um, Rayari's like, I know where one... I, I mean, there are tons of temples around. I know a few people who may know where other temples are, and they might know something. Oh, yes, you must get answers out of them. You By s- any means possible. Y- I'm... Okay. Rory's <laughs> like, you say that like you want to threaten them. I, I am just saying, if we must do what we must do, I'm willing to do anything. It's a possible option. It's true. See? Uh, okay, listen, I'm- we don't need to threaten them, I already know them. I don't know your friends. Listen, we could go to them if we wanted. Alright. Would you, uh, would you like to come with, or? Because I can come, uh, we don't- we can all do it at the same time, and if we all find out, then we can just go. Yes, yes, let's pay them a visit. Um, Rari looks to Ariad and is like, would you like to? Uh... If there's anything that you want to do on the way or afterwards, we can do that too. As long as everybody else at the camp is safe, then I guess we can all go. Rari's like, we could tell the professor um, that we're going out and to keep um, some of the stronger people physically to watch um, while we're gone. <clears throat> Did somebody say stronger people? Yeah. <gasps> Level five? And... Uh, kind of poking her head around the corner is indeed uh, the sylph from last time, uh, Zara Lowe. Zara! She is wearing another beautiful white dress. She's got suitcases by her side and uh, she's 
uh, got a little uh, slide whistle um, on her, on her, uh, like in a, pinned to her uh, chest. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it wasn't easy to slip out. I'm sure you guys, oh. former Dusklight workers, know how hard slipping out is. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's very difficult. Very fucking difficult. Uh, <laughs> but I was able to get my stuff, and I'm proud to say I'm happy to start working at the Circus of uh, Wayward Wonders any day, any, whenever. I'm good. Oh, very good. Yes. Very proud of you for leaving for more money. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Anything to get another person out of there. You guys said that you need something to t- uh, watch over to camp? Mm-hmm. We're not, yes, yes. Listen, we're not sure if uh, Dusklight is going to send more people. She already tried to fuck with us yesterday, so it is safer to have people on watch. I doubt Dusklight would attack two days in a row. She likes to spread these kind of things out and... Listen, it's not like she we're hitmen or anything. We're still circus performers. That being said, uh, me and my little Calliope will be a great defense in case anything does happen. Uh, notably, she doesn't have any Calliope with her. Where is your Calliope? Right here. She slaps her little slide whistle. Does it turn? <gasps> oh. It's collapsible? Check this out. And she pulls off and... Yo! Um, as she pulls out, it and it fucking unfolds into a little calliope with smoke and clouds kind of puffing off the steam engine. That is so cool. Aww, I love that. What do you think? Pretty snazzy, right? Very snazzy. That is actually very cool. Uh, you mentioned you need uh, you if you need someone to look over the camp a little bit, I can stay on watch, I guess. But looks like you guys have things under control. Yes, yes, you would be perfect. Any out for a day on town? She kind of like nudges you, Ariato. Just looking around, I guess. <laughs> well, Escadar is. I mean, I don't need to sell Escadar to you guys. You've been here. Um, but yeah, enjoy, enjoy your day out, and I'll make sure to keep an eye on everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And just uh, a reminder: if they do come back, and we find out that you go back, I will find you, and I'll get you. I don't doubt that, sir. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, see you. Uh, Rary waves and walks with her friend. Okay, you guys heading into Escadar to go find uh, Royari's contacts? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are your friends like, Royari? Um, well, they worship Aridin. Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how stuffy are they? <laughs> oh, very... <laughs> Had a feeling. They're not bad people. Just stuffy. You know, old people and all. They're all ex- Ah, so they have the special kind of stick up their ass. <laughs> Listen, they're all very, very old. Like, um... They worship Aridin. They're old enough to have remembered when he was alive. That is true. Oh. Ariadne and Volio, you both know that Aridin died 100 years ago. Yeah, Volia remembers. <laughs> I want to know how old he is! Volia double takes and he's like, wait, I'm old enough to do that. Uh, yes. They're like a hundred and something. Ah. I think Young. they're- they, I think they're still kicking. Oh god. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, I haven't spoken to them in so long. Very useful. 
oh, they're not useful. <laughs> you guys head down to uh, the to Royari's uh, directions towards the monastery of Saint Cernax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you make your way down. It's not hard to find it. I think Ariahu and Volio, both of you, have probably passed this place by once or twice. Um, Mm-hmm. This is one of the oldest buildings in Eskadar. Um, not too far from the port, yeah. which is where the original city would have begun. Um, and it is gorgeous and old as hell. Um, it's an imposing white marble structure um, standing about like 60 feet tall, although it's very clear that a lot of that is just uh, decorative. Um, the Eye of Aradin is emblazoned into stone, Although it's clear the place hasn't been, uh, the upkeep has been pretty poor lately by the looks of it. There's a lot of like erosion in the stone. Mm-hmm. This place is literally a monastery for a dead god. Um, you make your way up to the doors. The doors are closed. They are easily. Uh, and they try opening them. Uh, the doors are locked. Oh boy. Is it past their bedtime? It's Maybe. morning! <laughs> Maybe they all went down too? Uh, maybe. I mean, they might just lock. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Rayari starts knocking and is like, Hello? Are you. No way! It's. It's, it's Rayari! You hear like a few curses, and then you hear, "Go away!" Open the door. I will um, open it myself if you don't open it. You hear uh, several locks unlocking, and the door kind of creaks open, and inside is the pruniest fucking man <laughs> you've ever seen. Oh, it's the very um, he oh is. God. An old fucking bastard. Um, he has a mustache and like he still has his hair, um, and he is wearing like armor and a cape. Um, but like, but he has so many wrinkles that even his wrinkles seem to crease. Oh um, my God, Raisin's got nothing on him. <laughs> oh no! He's five seconds away from the grave. <laughs> he's trembling. Got to laugh. Um, he's. He's got a, like, a, a cane, and he kind of squints, and he looks at you, Royari, and he looks at Volio, he looks at Ariato, and he's like, Royari. Yes? <laughs> what are you doing here? I actually came here with purpose, not just to bother you, but hello, how are you doing? You're bothering me anyway. He starts to go closing the door. I, oh, oh, don't you close the door on me. Ariato um, puts her foot in the door. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> it barely even, like, bumps into you, Ariato. He's just, like, that feeble. They're just kind of thinks. <laughs> Ariato, like who is wearing sandals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, Royari, you recognize uh, your dear old friend. Literally old. Um, that's Orion Meslak. Um, and he is probably the least friendly of uh, the people here. Mm-hmm. 
Which is saying something considering there's tree people. Yeah. Rayari's like, um... You're not still... You're not the only one left here, right? Like, the, the others are alive. Who's, who's left alive? Everyone. Oh, thank God. Larija's in there and Oryx's in there. Well, then I would like to say hello to them. And Rayari starts opening the door. You're going to break their hearts, Rayari. Break their hearts because I'm back? Break your hearts because you know exactly why. Is it, is it because I'm wearing heel? He kind of squints. <laughs> You're wearing heels. Yes, they were very expensive. <laughs> Is it the fishnets? <laughs> You're wearing fishnets. You, you know, you can see that. I'm not like hiding them. He squints as hard as he can. Oh my goodness. Um, you hear a voice from the other, other side, like, Orion, darling. Who, who, who is that? It's Ryari. Oh, Ryari, come in. <laughs> and he's like, oh. oh. <laughs> um, and Rayari opens the door more and is like, um, I have friends, and then helps the others inside. Ooh. So do you all enter um, the Monastery of St. Sarnax? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I tied him in Tom. Shut up. Oh, you were so mean to them. Stop it, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you enter, and I think the best way of describing the interior is like you stepped into a history book. Um, the architecture is unlike anything you are familiar with off the top of your head. If anyone would like to make a society check, you might be able to recognize it. We live in one of those, you know. Bolio doesn't. Folio lives on the outskirts. <laughs> 22? 24. Okay. okay. And, uh, you already know, so I'm not going to make you roll. I rolled a 26 anyways. Okay, well, you would, <laughs> you would all know. Um, after a few moments of looking around, you realize quite quickly that this is all Aslanti architecture. Ooh. Um, and Aslanti is, uh, Pathfinder Atlantis. Oh, shit. Um, the nation of Aslant was humanity's first bastion, um, where the ancient uh, people who f- uh, first rose were the inventors of magic, of um, incredible sciences, incredible weapons. Um, they were an extremely advanced people. Uh, unfortunately, their society was also completely wiped out uh, after Earthfall, the uh, meteor which fell from uh, the heavens and vanquished basically all life on the planet for a while. Um, and Aradin was an Aslanti. In fact, his moniker was often the last Aslanti. And um, as you enter, guided in by uh, your grumpy, grumpy friend, Orjan Meslek, um, you all come into a kind of main room. Um, there's a few sofas piled around an altar of Aradin. Oh. Um, superimposed by the beautiful, pristine structures around them are three very old, poor sofas. And sitting on them are three very old people. Um, Orion kind of takes a very slow seat 
um, and squints up disgruntled at you tree. Um, there's an old lady, um, her hair silver, her face wrinkled, but her eyes very kind, uh, hunched over, uh, like with a blanket over her uh, shoulders instead of a cape, like the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Royari, that that is, of course, Larija Summerpeak. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the kindest, if not the most practical. And there, sitting at the very back, is uh, uh, the leader of this uh, order, um, Sir Ulrich Weem, um, who is probably the fairest and uh, wisest of the tree. Larija kind of like beams as you enter Royari's. Royari, darling! Oh, oh, it's been so long. When's the last time you came to visit? It must have been a, a year now. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's been about a year. I'm sorry that I hadn't had time to. I've been traveling. Um, and I think Orjan kind of snorts and he's like, It's not the longest you've left us. Listen. Listen. We don't need and, to bring that uh, up now. <laughs> uh, Sir Ulrich kind of like stands up and he kind of shuffles towards you using his uh, short sword, like his long sword as a cane mm-hmm. clanking across the floor and he kind of looks you up and down where he says there's something different oh yeah you've noticed <laughs> <laughs> right he's like sparkling it's like an anime <laughs> have you done something with your hair yes I cut it even shorter kind of uh, glances at Ariato and Volio and says and these two must be the two that you ran away with. Mm-hmm. Hello. This is Ariato and this is Volio and this is Oddbody. We don't know what he is. Um, don't question it. I know what he is. And what is he? A friend. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, he takes your hand, Ariato, and kind of shakes it his... It's bones. He's bones. This man is bones. <laughs> the oldest man alive. <laughs> she she shakes it very gently. Oh, it rattles. <laughs> Even this gentle shake, you can see that his hand, like his elbow, is moved by your shake. Um, oh, but he's so old. And he kind of says, "It's a pleasure to meet you, Ball." Um. Royari, I, I don't know how much he's told you about us, but we are, um, I suppose you could say we are his family. Uh, you hear Orgin in the back giving a snort. I don't well, give it. it's, oh. it's nice to meet you too. Yes, it's very good to meet Royari's family. Um, he kind of comes and he takes a sit, uh, seat and, uh, he looks up at you and says, so, what can I do for you all today? Um, well, we're actually here because we wanted to ask if you knew anything about the temples of Aridin that are around the city. We're looking for something. Um, they all kind of glance at each other, and um, I think Orion exhales and is like, there are so many s- temples around this city that there's 
honestly no real way of knowing. Uh, most of them... And he kind of, like, rubs his head a little bit, and he's like, most of them would be in the ruins below the city now, but, um, all the old ruins uh, were converted into an expansive sewer a few decades ago. Mm. I think that was in the... the four... The four six... Seventies? The four six seventies? And, uh, Larija kind of shakes her head and says, no, no, Orjan, that's not true. They never became so... And they're like, nip, nip, nap, nip, nap in the back. Um, Voyo kind of, uh, kind of turns to Rayari and he's like, perhaps if we are more specific? Oh, um... Maybe they know the Moonlight Temple. Uh, Rayari, um, is like, we're looking for a Moonstone Temple? I think Ulrich very, like, shakily gets to his legs and says, well... Uh, we'll happily give you a hand. We have religious and historical documents. We can look through them and see what we can find uh, about this temple in our in our logs. That would be extremely helpful. If you'd like, uh, you and I can go looking and oh. have a little talk. Um, okay. While, and uh, you two, you can sit down and you can have some tea. Larija just made some be- some lovely oolong tea. Oh, do not mind if I do. And she does. She's like, yes, c- come come sit down, both of you. Let's have a talk. I'd love to meet you both. Uh, Volio sits right next to the lady. <laughs> she oh, boy. She looks you up and down, looks your abs, says, my. And who are you? Uh, I'm Larija Summerpeak. I'm... One of the uh, members of the Order of, of St. Sarnax. Ah, yes, a pleasure. And he holds his hand out to uh, shake her hand. She shakes your hand and it's the same story. She's bones. They're oh, all he does bones. it like purposefully strong. Oh, you are so mean. You are going to break her arm. Uh, she isn't really that perturbed by it. Um, Royari and uh, Sir Ulrich leave the room, leaving Ariato Volio... You boat alone with these guys. Um, so Volio crosses his legs and kind of leans back on that, that sofa that they're sitting on. Uh, and he's like, So please tell us about baby Royari. <laughs> Do you have any embarrassing photos? Or embarrassing stories? Yes! <laughs> Royari sniffs the air and is like, I think, I think they're going to ruin my life now. Um... <laughs> Orjan goes very quiet, kind of just glowering at the floor. Um, and Larija, uh, however, kind of she indulges you, and she's like, Well, you know, I do have some funny stories. Um, Royari was, um, we, he was, uh, he lived on the streets for the first few years of his life. From what we can tell, we don't know who his mother or father was. They seem to have abandoned him for any number of reasons. This would have been. Oh, goodness, when would this have been? 4710? Four, seven, four, um, I think Origin finally speaks, not like saying much, but it was in 4704. Yes, yes, 4704. Um, Royari would have been about six years old at the time. Um, and we. We found him because he broke in through the front door in the middle of the night and tried to rob us. 
Not a very good robbery, is that? Well, no. Um, it is unwise to try to steal from experienced sword mages. But he put up a good fight. He bashed Orion over the knee with a stick. <gasps> is that why you're so grumpy all the time? No. I'm grumpy because if you want embarrassing stories, anything about Royari in this place is an embarrassment. Wow. What's your damage? Uh, obviously you have something to say. <laughs> he kind of like, he's just glowering and Larai just like, Ojin, maybe... Don't make a fight. Don't start a fight in front of Royard's friends. It's so nice for them to even drop in and see us. He, doesn't, he could have asked anywhere else about this. And he's like, I have no time for people who shirk their duty. People who duty. believe that their personal wants come before the personal wants of the world at large. How's that for an embarrassment? And if they align? If your wants and the wants for the and like the world's wants kind of align, like your willing your willingness to protect others and help others. He kind of shrugs and says That isn't relevant. What's relevant? Here's an embarrassing story. We found that young girl on the streets, and we when we should have turned her over to the authorities, we realized that we saw something in her. And we took her on, and we tried to train her, but we are... <sighs> we are old. So we decided it would be best to send her off to someone who could teach her better. A religious school to um, to the south in the Isle of Cortos. Ooh. And you know what happened? But Larija, tell them what happened. <laughs> and Larija kind of inhales his Royari ran away and joined the circus. Pompous brat, arrogant child, putting their own personal desires to go dress up and play games in front of a crowd instead of doing what is right for the world. Especially with their... He kind of grits his teeth. Maybe that's their, their way of making the world a better place. No, no, no. They gave in to chaos instead of respecting the laws they should have. Still be chaotic and respect the laws. <laughs> well, you know, you haven't been keeping an eye on Rayari, so you don't exactly know what he's been up to, have you? I don't need to keep an eye on him to know that he's not going to follow his destiny and his birthright. And I'm not even going to go into the logistics of how wrong that statement is. Rayari has found her own destiny. I'm sure she has, and... 
As I have told Orion many, many times, she glowers. (laughs) (laughs) One can only answer the call if the call was for them. If they choose not to answer the call, then it wasn't for them. If Royari chose not to do as their destiny foretold, then it wasn't their destiny. And that's all right, Orion. We made a mistake. We were wrong. It wasn't Royari. Well... And there's a lot of weird cryptic shit going on there, and you're like, okay. Ariano not fully understanding, still saying. Well, I mean... I know I'm young. And I don't know a lot of things that are happening in this world, but... Orion grunts in agreement. <laughs> like, I can tell you Fate moves in ways that we can't really see, and destiny is more of a destination, not the path. He kind of throws his hands into the air and says, Oh, he hangs around for chaotic good people! Ugh. Oh, no, I'm neutral. He's older than me. I hope you know that. Um, I'm just... All I'm saying is that they could still go through with this destiny that you've thought that he's going to go through. Your view on destiny is an admirable one, young lady, but I'm telling you now that it is not the correct one. The way destiny works, it is a solid step of paths, predetermined by fate. Step one, step two, step three, and by rejecting to follow that path, Royari has forsaken it. Huh. Oh, wow. Uh... Larija stirs some oolong, and she's like, oolong? Anyone? Anyone? Yes, please. I would love some. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she kind of sips it, and she's like, so, what do you know about this organization? The uh, Order? Well, I know you worship Aradin. Uh... I suppose. Is that not true? I think the both glance at each other, and Orion snorts and like, I hate to break it to you, my friend, but Aradin died a century ago. <laughs> I was there, I know. We were also there, we know. I'm literally 19. (laughs) (laughs) So Ariadne is surrounded by a bunch of old fogies. So then, what's your purpose here? Well, Royari always understood us to be champions of Aradin, and to an extent we did follow him. But the Order of St. Sarnax is not exclusively a religious organization. Uh, No? We are a branch of the Knights of the Aeon Star. Ah. Our allegiance is predominantly to Imperial Aslant. Oh, oh, architecture. Yeah, okay, get it. Essentially, thousands of years ago, the Knights of the Aeon Star were an order dedicated to uh, the servitude of Aslant. There were two sects, the Sexton... uh, the sect of the Knights of the Western Star, which was us, who served as the Emperor and the Empire's Throne of Glass as protectors, and the sect of the Knights of the Eastern Star, which searched the lands beyond the Empire's borders for secret lore. 
when Earthfall hit as uh, hit the world, uh, the Knights of the uh, Eastern Star never truly believed that Arden was the last Atlante. We, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, saw him to be essentially the last beacon of our once glorious empire. And we saw him as the pinnacle of humanity. With his death, most chapters of our branch, the Western Star, have faded. I, I do believe it's entirely possible we three are the last ones left. That is so sad. It is. We, we are not paladins or clerics. Uh, we are magi, swords, uh, sword Ooh. mages. We cast spells and sling swords at the same time. Uh, Royari would have been an excellent candidate, but they've made their choices, like I said. Is that the destiny that you wanted for them? No. Mm, You're being highly cryptic about this, and I don't know how I feel about it. I feel annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, Laraja stirs the tea a little faster, and she's like, So tell me about yourselves. Uh, Well, my name is Volio. My interests include being a clown and wondering what the hell you are talking about. (laughs) Uh... Uh, I'm Ariato. I am a fortune teller, and <laughs> I would also like to know. <laughs> Dance around it all you want, but we're going to keep asking. I think she, uh, Laraja, kind of shrugs a little. I'm not sure it would be proper to tell you before even Royari knew that one. You're saying Royari doesn't even know? No. How the fuck was the how the fuck was he supposed to follow it then? That's the thing about destiny, boy. If it's if it's meant to be followed, it'll be followed, and if it isn't, it isn't. Oh, and how then how exactly isn't. is the steps? How how are the steps gonna be that obvious? Like, there's no big signs or actual wording or. You know, she turns was, to him completely. Guidance. It was completely pre- It should have been completely preordained. Prophecy is not a finicky matter. It is, if it if it had indeed been Royer's destiny to do as Ostri had suspected, he would have done it without our guidance. But, and he kind of goes quiet and Larija says, but when Aradin died, I think that most prophecy became unreliable at best, considering he had been prophesied to lead the world into a new age. And then he died. I'd like to think that destiny died with him. If you want destiny and fate, I can do a reading right now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'd love a reading. <laughs> she puts her hand in your, uh, her very bony hand in your palm, Ariato. Dice will roll will return after these messages. 
Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice or Roll. As always, we hope you are super enjoying this episode. We've got a really big thing to announce today and a really t- big thing to thank everyone for. Dice or Roll has been announced as uh, one of the 10 finalists in the Improvised Production category for the Audioverse 2020 Awards. Among the 40 plus nominees uh, for Audioverse this year, we have been selected as uh, the 10 finalists. We were up against some huge names like Rusty Quill Gaming, Ahor Borealis, Friends at the Table, and it means so much to us that we're like up there with the greats. Um, so what we want you to do is help us put up a good fight. Show that uh, we mean it when we say we're going to keep it rolling. So uh, if you have a few minutes and if you've already voted, or even if you didn't vote last time and you're like, oh, beans, but I, I was just catching up. I, the nominations were closed at that point. You can help us by voting this time. You can pop on into audioversewards.net slash vote. Want to support the other shows mentioned? You still can. They're in other categories. But this is the one we want to win. We're focusing all our effort on best improvised uh, production. Want to get pat on the back and told what a good special person you are? Pop, pop. There you go. You're such a good special person. Now get out there and vote, vote, vote. <laughs> um, another announcement today. This one, not from us but uh, from one of our oldest and dearest supporters to another one of our oldest and dearest supporters. Uh, This is from Leon to his fiancée, Valerie. Uh, Happy late birthday! I know it was yesterday, but hey, better late than not at all. And it's only one day late. We're not like those mackle boys. (laughs) Happy birthday, and we hope that you both had a really great day. It means so much to us that you've been here since the very start, and you're still around right now. (laughs) Finally, one last announcement. Uh, this Thursday, uh, Dice for Roll is going to be doing uh, a special episode of Behind the Rolls, which will be released publicly for free to everyone listening because we are going to be doing a little collab with uh, the guys from Beetle and Grimm. Basically, they are a uh, bunch of accessory makers that, to, that enhance tabletop role-playing stuff. Uh, and specifically right now, they are doing a Kickstarter bringing the complete character chronicles uh, to Pathfinder 2E. These are basically, uh, they basically take a heap of books, character sheets, and journals, and uh, distill it down into one little book, which contains a 20-plus page character sheet uh, with everything you need at your fingertips, like including plenty of space for homebrew rules, familiars, allies and enemies, and more, as well as all the rules from the core rulebook and the advanced player's guide for your character and only your character. So if you get a wizard character sheet, you're only going to have to deal with stuff for the wizard. If you are a fighter, who needs spells? You got swords. Um, they're doing a huge Kickstarter right now. Uh, it was funded within 12 minutes and it is going to be, it is already 200% funded and they still got two weeks. So they're like, who can we, we who can we talk to to best uh, reach out to the Pathfinder 2 community? And they made the objectively right decision of co- coming to the Gaius Pathfinder podcast on the planet to ask to uh, cross promote a little bit. On, ter- on Thursday, we are going to be recording a very special episode of Behind the Rolls, uh, where we're going to be talking about character sheets and uh, characters of the past that we've had with a couple of people from Beetle and Grimm, with some insight from uh, guests from Beetle and Grimm. And we need your questions. So if you have cool character sheet or character themed questions, stuff like uh, character sheet, that, go, go submit that. That's a really, really insightful and thought provoking question. What, 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 what character sheet question mark? <laughs> um, you can do that by uh, checking out our Curious Cat. That's curiouscat.me slash dicewillroll, all one word. Drop us an anonymous question 
and we will hopefully answer it on the show. That'll probably come out maybe like Saturday? It'll be coming out soon, like soon, soon. So once you've gotten a uh, question in, send in a couple even. Like the more the merrier, you know? And you can look forward to a really fun episode soon after. Uh, that's it for now, everyone. Vote for us on the Audioverse Awards. Send us in questions for Beetle and Grimm. And happy late birthday, Valerie! Thank you all so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure. No, look at this moss. It's attached to a shovel. <laughs> look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. <laughs> My favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant carnival. Starlight stars. Flying shark. Knife pain. <laughs> Fries bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sword of Symphonies. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Royari, mm-hmm. you are in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, unaware of what the others are discussing, you, um, <laughs> in great detail. <laughs> um, but uh, Sir Ulrich and you are going through a library. Um, it's dusty in here, like dusty. You don't know when half of these have last been open. Mm-hmm. Um, he is very slowly moving through the court, like through the uh, aisles, uh, pulling out books and trying very slowly to cross-reference them. Um, It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to make me a religion check and a society check? Uh, Both? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. First a religion, then a society. All right. 27 for the religion check. Oh my god, okay. And then... Then society, right? Mm-hmm. And 13 for society. Okay. Uh, so you don't find as much book as you would have necessarily liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you do find is that uh, Moonstone Hall... Does indeed exist in Eskadar, mm-hmm. uh, but it was buried shortly after 
um, Aradin's debt to make way for civic improvements to uh, the Woodworkers District. Mm-hmm. Its only remaining uh, entrance is near a specific mermaid fountain. Okay. Um, and I think uh, as you're kind of looking through it, he he's kind of flipping through pages and says, Yes, it does seem that... Uh, Oh my! Well, this would have been where uh, Ultadar would have uh, been in practice, I believe. Ultadar? Oh, Ultadar was an old man when I was young. Um, he was a uh, high priest of uh, Aradin. I believe the highest priest in on the Isle of Aran, even. Oh. Um, oh, he was a, a, a cantankerous old man. A real git. weird to imagine you young. <laughs> I'll have you know, Royari, that when I was young I had a gorgeous beard and quite the, quite the uh, fan club of young men. <laughs> you said so! I was quite the card. <laughs> Royari is... Royari <laughs> Grinson is like, I had no idea. <laughs> I can see it though. Um, and Royari does the, like the, you know, like the, the thing with the finger, like you're making a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, they do that and they're like, yep, I can imagine you having that. He kind of looks at you, Royari, as you're doing that, and he's quiet for a bit, and he's like, it's very good to see you again. It's good to see you too. You grew up to be a beautiful young man. I'm very... He kind of stops and he stares down at your ape and is that? And he points at the Eye of Essence. Mm-hmm. The Eye of Essence? The Eye of Essence. Yes. As in Pieretta. Pieretta's Eye of Essence. An extraordinarily powerful relic. You. How? Uh, oh, oh my goodness. Um. We got this in the tower. This is out of character. No, you, you got this from um, the Hermitage of Glass Lightning. Mm. It was dropped off by Pieretta before she went uh, to the Isle of Cortos. Okay. In her old age. Okay. Uh, is like, we were in Aberton for a while for performances, and they needed help with some things. Um, a lot of weird shit happened. But, um, they, they, um, the Eye of Essence was, was dropped there by, by Pieretta, uh, at the, at the Hermitage before she left to the Isle of Gordos. Uh, I just ate a bit of the barbecue. And... Ate a bit of the barbecue. Yeah. Uh... And I, um, was given it by the, by the Hermitage. He kind of stops, and he looks at you, and he kind of, like, brings a frailed hand up to your face, not touching it, but certainly, like, brushing your hair back a little bit, and says, I was right. There, there is something different about you, Royari. About the others, too, but you I've known since you were a child. 
what happened to you? Um, it was after they saved the Aeon Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I need to make sure that I'm getting these details right. Um, we saved an Aeon Tower from being destroyed by some Swagath. The, the troglodytes. Yes. That is why we came. Um, we theorized that they have were that they were coming out of the temple that we're looking for. And but when we did save the the temple, um, they blessed us. It or it blessed us. You've been embedded with a fraction of Aradin's holy power? <laughs> when you say it like that, you're you're stroking my ego, but yes. Oh, and Sugat? Y- troglodytes? Yes, they're around, they're horrible, and I hate them. <laughs> he kind of turns and he starts walking towards the exit as quickly as he oh can, which God. is not very fast. Oh, oh what, are you okay? What is... <laughs> He's hobbling. <laughs> Rayari's Raya, walking at a normal pace. <sighs> okay, okay. <laughs> he stops it. <sighs> okay. <sighs> and he's making his way back into the main room. He's like, please don't over, please don't overexert yourself. You are, you are, you are, you need, you are very old. I think Ariata runs over with like a cup of water. Volio's <laughs> oh, oh, like cheering from the sidelines. You're a saint, Miss Ariato. <laughs> you're the only person who has ever said that. <laughs> um, you're a saint, you know, Ariato. No, no, I'm serious. I am too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Orjan, Laraja, and they're like, oh. like Laraja looks up and she's like, "Oh, I'll finish the rest of the story." That's when Royari swung off the lamp and. Oh, you are telling embarrassing stories about me. <laughs> I am Orjan. <laughs> Good fun. <laughs> covers their face. They're like red. <laughs> Royari, it's not too late. What do you? What? Excuse me? He kind of like sits across from you, like in that's like, he kind of like, he kind of like scrabbles uh, behind a table and uh, an altar. He's, he kind of scrabbles behind an altar and he pulls out like a big heavy book. Oh, hello. And he's like, let me see. And Royari, you're already feeling dread because this has been done. <sighs> Royari, um, Royari sighs and leans against, um, leans against one of the pillars. Very carefully, he doesn't want to break anything. But he, uh, Royari, if, like, if mm-hmm. you're, if you're here and you're, you've been invested, it must be a sign. Oh, dear. You're a fortune teller in the room. <laughs> yes, Ariato, you are the best fortune teller I have ever encountered. I've literally been trying to tell them about destiny and fate and everything. They don't listen to me. They super don't listen. Right, they like, have this very pre... like you, What you've gathered is they have this very predetermined uh, concept that law is the most... of uh, On the axis, good and evil are whatever, but order is... 
must triumph over chaos in their books. Rari, and Rari sighs and is like, they don't listen to me either, dear. <laughs> the old people. The... <sighs> yes. Uh, I know. But yes. Hmm? Oh, no, Rari said, yeah, said yes. Um, I think um, Orjan stands up and he's like, Ulrich, what are you? And then uh, Ulrich says something in uh, the others uh, very quickly start speaking in old, excited Aslanti, you think? Rayari is um, just standing there like, oh, yes. All right. You three have a few moments to discuss as they just continue. Well, that is a curse. Are they killing oh, us? Oh, no, they're not killing us. They would never. Um, they would. That's boring. Volume. Not everyone is a clown. And. <laughs> And um, unfortunately, you know, I, I, the world would be better if there were more clowns. I'm sure. Um, and they kind of sigh, and and she's like, uh, "They're just—they've done this before." Oh, they're gonna. What are they doing? They're there? gonna spout some things about destiny, probably. Have, uh, have, they, have, they, have they done that to you? Have they done that? Have, have, I, I assume that you were talking about me. Um, oh, we were! We were talking about you, and they yes. did say something about destiny, but it's not very clear. They don't really want to talk about yes, it. Yes, I, I know. They're the same with me. <laughs> oh, and would, the fact that they realize that, you know, Aridin's dead, and the prophecy is probably also, like, died with him, but they're going along with it anyway... Yes. Rari sighs, um, and is like, give me a second. I am- Okay. I'm not leaving, I'm just- Um, and Rari- Bye. I'm not leaving- Volia. <laughs> <laughs> Ariado, tell him to stop being mean to me. <laughs> and Volio kind of put- Volio. Uh, Rayari kind of puts, um, his hands on- his hips and looks at the others and is like I don't speak Aslanti and I don't know what you're talking about I just what are you doing what are you talking about I, don't, I have no idea I hear my name uh, they got kind of pause and Laraisha is like there we are you know we can't talk about this kind of thing with you but it involves me a and, lot uh, or Origin kind of snorts and is like, Yes, and if it's true, you won't need to know about it. That is... Pardon, pardon my galt, but that's pretty bullshit. <laughs> they all gasp. And <laughs> with like a shaky voice, Lorash is like, Who taught you those words? <laughs> the streets, my dear. Um, and... <laughs> Rayari rubs a hand down their face and says, listen, just be honest with me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know what's happened to me so far, but how am I supposed to follow whatever destiny and uh, he uses quotes is 
is there for me to take if I don't even know what is going on? Um, I think they're all kind of... Hmm? Ariado gestures to Rayari Wiley and and she's like, That's what I've been saying! (laughs) Ariado, you are an extremely smart young woman. I could Uh, literally do a reading right now about what destiny lies and wait for us later. Something that's way later. Oh, you could do a melee check if you want. If it makes you feel better, you can read my destiny. If you would like, I could do that. (laughs) Uh, Larija kind of clears her throat and she's like, Listen, as much as I would love to, we. You must understand that there's a way for these kind of things. And we must respect that. And Ocean kind of <laughs> folds his arms and is like, We have rules in how this kind of thing works. It is tradition, and it is a long-standing tradition, and one that we must follow. And uh, they're both kind of like in the middle of it when uh, Ulrich kind of fears his choices. No, we should tell them. Ah, breakthrough. Oh, thank you. One of you has sense. Ah. The others look panicked and they start speaking in very fast as Lanty. <laughs> but he kind of just shakes his head and he says, What harm does it do if he's not the, if he isn't uh, who we think? Then no damage is done. And if she is, then she has more to prepare her. I love you so fucking much. I love you so fucking much. <laughs> this involves all three of you. It's simply because Royari is the one that we are most quick to know about does not make this any less about either of you. Ooh. Consider Royari the viewing glass we look through. Yet you two, he kind of points at uh, Volio and Ariato, are made of the sand which made that view in glass too, from what I can tell. Okay. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I know what you're talking about. And nod. You all have destinies. It's simply Royaris is the one that we have studied. But if this is what I believe, then all three of you are linked at the metaphorical hip. Oh, it's at the, oh, it's at the literal one. Yeah, we don't really leave each other's sides like very often. Best friends. That's just it's true. How it goes. And Rayari um, does the like you know when you pull him with like his shoulders mm. and grins and is like we are family. 3,000 years ago, there was a uh, warrior priest of Aradin. We know him today as Saint Sarnax. Saint Sarnax was a preacher, a missionary, but most of all, a defender. He practitioned uh, the. He was one of the. He was one of the earliest practitioners of uh, the arts of the Magi using spells and blades in conjunction, and the inventor of our uh, particular branch's weapon, 
and he kind of like uh, gestures at his longsword, which has scrolls wrapped around like the blade. Mm-hmm. He spent aeons, no, he spent decades adventuring, preaching the word of the newly risen god of humanity, um, fighting off those who would uh, encroach upon humanity and bring justice to the world as a paladin. <sighs> Unfortunately, time comes for everyone. And yet Saint Sarnax, according to the destiny that he foresaw in a ritual towards the end of his life, saw that he himself had much left to do. He would save world. He would save uh, the Isle of Cortos one day, bringing with it an end to an uh, invasion of claw and scale, and bringing balance and order to the world once more, where once chaos was set to take it. Unfortunately, that prophecy never said when it would be that this would occur, or how, or who. All that he knew would be that he was the one to do it. And yet, at this point, the man was 160 years old. So, before he died, he made a request of Aradin, praying that he would be reincarnated through the years in order to ensure that one day when his destiny came to arise, he would be the new he would be around to keep the Isle of Cortos safe with his most trusted companions. We had several people that we believed to have been reincarnations of uh, Saint Sarnax. One of them was Pieretta, the first paladin of Iomede. And about 16 years ago, we found a child on the streets of Abs of uh, a child on the streets of Escadar, whose profile so closely matched that of Saint Sarnax that it could not be a coincidence. And he pulls up a book and opens it, and there's a picture of Royari, except dressed in Aslanti clothes and holding a longsword. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't know if I could ever wear something like that. It doesn't you... suit you. If our guess is right and there's no certainty that it is, we believe that may be... You, Royaris and Sarnax, are the latest reincarnation of Saint Sarnax, who we named you after. Mary's like, you think I'm just like another reincarnation of this person? The person that, um, and Mary looks at their eye of essence and is like, oh, oh my. Hmm. And, uh, Origin sighs and says, well, if it actually was you, and you would have already followed in the path you were meant to, 
and taken up religious uh, teaching and become a champion. Oh, I have. They all kind of stop and they're like, <laughs> I, I think uh, Larija comes up to you and says, You're a paladin? Oh no, I'm a redeemer. They all kind of stare. <laughs> and Origin puts a hand in his face and like, He's not an agent of the law! I never said that I was going to be an agent of the law. And uh, Laura, you're still holding your hands and says, Oh yeah, hey, that's so good, I'm so proud of you. And <laughs> Orson's walking in circles in the background saying, Oh my goodness. The man... Uh, sorry, the girl's a redeemer. She's not even a paladin like her predecessors. It can't be her. Rayari um, grins at... Um, at Larija and is like... You. I don't know. It just came to me. I feel. I felt like I should do it, especially after all the, um, the becoming a godling and stuff like that. Becoming a what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we didn't say. We didn't explain that part. Yeah. No. All of us are that actually. Um. I, I think uh, all of them, <laughs> Larija takes a step back, stares huge eye to Ariato and Volio. Um, Origin kind of like just clutches the chest for a second and goes, Whoa. Oh, please don't have a heart attack! And Ulrich kind of just nods this. I. This may not be exactly as how we would have predicted it, but. Royari, I, I don't know what exactly is to happen, but it seems to be your fate to reignite the soul of Aridin in the Isle of Kortos. The soul of Aridin? His worship, his ideals, you are fated to bring a new light on them. Well, I worship Iomade. Iomade was a worshipper of Iomade was a soldier of Aridin in her time and Well actually that's actually a misconception. She's actually she was actually a paladin of um of Arasni. And Arasni was an angel who was in servitude to Aridin. <laughs> okay that that, that uh, one is true. I, I have nothing to <laughs> dispute. Kind of he kind of exhales this. I know not what lies in ahead of you, tree. But with all this, you shall hopefully bring new light. Uh, sorry, uh, reveal long-forgotten truths about the god of human, the god of prophecy. No, the god of humanity. Well. Right now, we're just trying to stop the Isle of Cordos from like disappearing and stuff. Well, not disappearing, yes, like dying. Yes, that is that is the first thing. Um, stopping that would be nice. I, I like this place. I especially like performing here. Um, yeah, we'll he doing out. all that important fate destiny stuff in our own way and in our own time. It's that true. That that will be at some point. But right now we're taking some baby steps. 
Including finding this temple. Yes. Orson kind of like grits his teeth and mumbles under his breath. Something, something preordained. Something, something. Uh, there's a way of these things. Um, tradition, kind of... I'm sorry, sir, but tradition is going to uh, induce very unnecessary failure and feelings of anger. I think you uh, I think you have symptoms of both. You should probably get that checked out. Anyway, tradition he looks is like very... he just fucking he looks like he's been kicked in the nuts. <laughs> Traditions are wonderful, <laughs> but they change over time. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do anything. I just don't want to do it in a way that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Reincarnations are never one-to-one. Embrace modernity. <laughs> I think Lorija nods and says, if that is the way that you think you should be doing it, I think so long as this is coming to pass, it doesn't matter the exact how. Just that it happens. And Orjan kind of crumbles and he's like, I don't like it, but when's the last time I liked anything? <laughs> You need to lighten up, old man. How far hobby, is that stick, sir? I think and it's Ulrich who now uh, says, Volio via, Royari Sansanex, and Ariato Bati. Mm-hmm. I don't know what lies next for you. But something bigger is at play, and I believe that you will find the next clue in Moonstone Temple. Royari and I were able to find out where it was, and while we weren't able to find everything that we could have been, uh, could have found, he kind of, like, uh, pulls out his sword to one with the kind of scrolls wrapped around it. Royari, I'd like you to have this. Hmm? This is a Western Aeon sword. An Aeon sword. No, uh, that's a that's a shit name. Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> this is one of the Aeon Knight scroll swords. Mine. Years ago, I used it to slay a Chimera, which had found its way into the streets here. That's Saving kind of badass. You'll use it for much more. It does kind of fuck. This longsword, it is striking, um, and you can, uh, striking and spell storing. In fact, you can store up the tree spells in it by adding scrolls to the sword. Oh my. Here, and he kind of gives it to you, and Royari, you hold it, and you have no fucking idea how to use a longsword. Um, Royari, uh, holds it, and is like, um, I- I am this is ex- not a graceful weapon. I am extremely <laughs> thankful. Um, I do not know how to use a longsword is the thing. Orjan grunts and says, and you're going to have to come back so we can teach you. <sighs> I like rapiers. I like rapiers a lot. You are to follow your destiny. Um, this is something I'm not going to back down on. In their no. own way. <laughs> Ariado, I love you so much. Um, uh, Rayari's like, I don't really like long swords. 
here's the thing, and I'm saying this because this is how I fight. I use rapiers. It's it's my entire thing. I'm not saying that this is not a very wonderful gift. Believe me, it is absolutely wonderful. Um, I I just I'm I move. I'm graceful. I I, I jump and I I do flips. I could do a backflip right now. Um, do one. <laughs> I was like, do a backflip. Give me a second, Polio. I I am I am st- I am giving my argument. I am not just going to do everything that you say. I am an adult. I can make my own decisions. But destiny. Destiny is extremely wonderful. But you know what else is wonderful? Not telling me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Laraisha excels as we can certainly try to fashion you a rapier version if you prefer. Um, I... Oh, it is the holy symbol of Aradin, a longsword. The holy symbol of... of or, of... The holy weapon of, of, of Iomade is also a, a longsword. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I cannot use those. Um, I sort of... It's the... Th- I just... I need, a, like, a rapier or another graceful weapon to be able to fight properly. I'm not just saying that because I want to be contrarian or anything. I'm saying that because it's just the way that I learned how to fight. It's true. He does need uh, finesse weapons to be able to use panache. <laughs> you, you sure know a lot about swashbucklers. Um, I think he sighs and says we'll figure out the exact but for now, go to Moonstone Temple. Mm-hmm. Find what lies next, all of you. Oh, um, by the way, um, whenever we have another performance, you should definitely come see us. I yes. don't like the circus. Yes, well, we're 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 an we're an even cooler circus, and we're not dusk lights, so that is the good part. Even if a family member is a part of the better circus that doesn't abuse people and animals, it's true. <laughs> we'll give you a discount. I think we they all turn to each other and they mumble in Zlanti for a moment and then Ulrich says, we'll make sure to come down. Thank you. <laughs> now, destiny awaits you all. Go oh, forth, adventures. Oh, yeah. Tell us how it goes. Oh, destiny awaits. Sure. Yes, yes. And they kind of like gesture for you to be able to leave if you'd like. Um, Rayari, um, oh, comes up to, um, the, uh, his family and does the, um, the thing where you, like, uh, you know the, like, the kiss on both cheeks, that thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the, I think it's European as well, but it's Latino. Yes, it is. I do it all the time with my Swiss yeah. family. Um, that kisses them on both cheeks, um, and is like, I will visit again soon, I promise this time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't be leaving oh. you in the dark as to where I go. You look forward to it, Royari. Now, good luck. Thank you. And all of you leave. And you have some time to discuss that. Royari squints right at Volio and says, What did you ask? What do you know about me? What? Uh, Ariana, what? what did you find out about me? Uh, what are you talking about? Ariato, do you know what she's talking about? You are a very 
eventful child. Oh! Oh no! Oh no, they told you things that I did. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> How much? Until up to age, um... Age 8 was when Rory would have left. Age eight. Oh God! I told you. So everything. Oh, I hate you. I I hate you, Molio. Not really, but. <laughs> Riari makes the motion like when you like when it looks when he, it's like he's trying to like crush something. He's like, I swear to God. I will tell, if, if it makes you feel better, I will anytime tell you an embarrassing story from my childhood. You have a childhood now? I thought you said you didn't have one. I could make one up to make you feel better. Every day you test me. <laughs> so, you guys have all learned a lot, and this Moonstone Temple thing is looking more and more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, where was it that they found out that it was. Uh, uh, you can, uh, Rayari can say in character. Um, oh, yeah. Rayari uh, looks to the others and is like, Well, I found out the general information on where to find it. Um, oh. The temple is. Um, the thing is, is that most of it had been completely buried after Aridan died, which makes sense. Um, but there is an entrance nearby a mermaid statue, I believe? A mermaid, f- mermaid, mermaid fountain district. in the woodworkers district, which is, yeah. Ooh. And yes, that's a good lead. It is an extremely good lead because it means that we know where the entrance looks like. Yes, yes. Better that's than all any lead that we have, which is none. And you know what? <laughs> I am glad that we have something now. Thank God. <laughs> uh, what time of day is it? Uh, I'd say it's probably like 2 p.m. Okay. Well, we have it is Sunday, of, by the uh, way, hours. which is Fantasy Sunday. Did you say Sunday? Did you say... Yeah. You just say Sunday is fantasy yeah, the, Sunday. The days of the week are uh, Moon Day, Toils Day, uh, Wheel Day, Oats Day, uh, Fire Day, Star Day, and Sunday. I like that Sunday they kept one face. the same. <laughs> okay. Um, I hate that. Uh, Volley was like, well, since we have many more hours of sunlight, we should go looking. That is a good idea. Uh, do you guys want to uh, see if you can find this place? Mm-hmm. Uh, Royari, you yes, can make yes. a diplomacy check. Everyone can make a diplomacy check. Royari's hop knobber will mean you find it much quicker. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to do that. I really like doing Royari's voice. It's very flowy, gay. <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, we oh, balance no. it out. It's okay because it's balanced out. Okay. I rolled a fucking 23. Middle of the road, now 20. Oh! oh. <laughs> okay. I think what happens is you guys are like, okay, we have to go to the Woodworks District and ask people if they've seen a, a statue. And uh, Volio, you walk directly off the key into the water. Uh, Royari, <laughs> uh, you go looking for it. And Ariato, literally, like the moment that you, like, 
walk like walk looking for it, you literally find it instantly. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> this is easier than I thought. Oh. Um where's Volio? Uh <laughs> Hey Royari, was Volio with you? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> we need to find him before he starts pulling some shit. Do you do you guys go to the pier? <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah, I think Ariana memorizes where the statue is and she goes looking towards the pier. <laughs> oh god. You see Volio face down in the water. Um, is he drown? Am they drown? Yes, stick. I have a right oh, Actually, no, wait. Actually, wait. Uh, Ariado ta- uh, takes out her trident and she, like, pokes Volio with the butt of her trident. Like, are you are you alive? You see some bubbles come up. Oh god! Volio? I'm diving in. V- Volio, <laughs> uh, Rayari dives into the water and starts fucking pulling, pulling him well, up. Well, the moment Rayari's in the water, he like he he starts sitting up and paddling back. Rayari grabs <laughs> Volio and is like, "I hate you." What? Oh, you jumped in after me. How odd. Yes, it's almost... Were you going to save me? Yes, I was going to save you like you were a damsel in distress. I can swim, thank you very much. You had been... I am... <laughs> Where are you, vet? Yes, I often am. Okay, would you like you know? to go to the fountain? Okay. <laughs> yes, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rayari, um, I gets out of the water and is like, I am going to fucking fight you one day. Uh, Volio dries himself off only. With Presto. <sighs> Rayari sighs. <laughs> so, so, the fountain, did you find it? Yes. What did you find on your little adventure? Oh, he pulls out a fish. Lunch, I see. A friend. Okay. Well, you go, you go through the fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eastern neighborhoods of Escadar are filled with drug houses, gambling tents, and overcrowded tenements. In a courtyard at the end of a deserted side street, sequestered from the cacophony of touts and peddlers, a gaping sinkhole yawns next to a dry and crumbling fountain, depicting a frolicking mermaid. A metal fence surrounds the sinkhole and fountain. Four people dressed in constable uniforms stand near the u- fountain, at ease but alert for trouble. Hmm. There's guards. Oh great! I think we have to take them out. Oh no, we're not looking to. But what if they don't let us in? You are aware that they. And kick us out of the town, and also arrest us, and stop us from performing and making money. Aren't we? Didn't we promise the lady that we wouldn't cause trouble? Did I? Yeah. I thought we did. You yes, say we as if. <laughs> Volio, we are. Okay. N- I. I again. We are not committing murder. Okay, I retract that statement and say you were in the same room as us when we, and she points to herself and Rari, promised that we wouldn't cause a mess. 
Well, I will try over, and if it does not work out, I'm just saying. Oh my god. Okay. Do you guys approach? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as you approach, uh, the guards all kind of stand to attention, and uh, one kind of hails you down and is like, All right, slow down there, lads. Oh, hello there. Uh, Freddy, you can't come any closer. This uh, sinkhole's dangerous. There's a sinkhole? Uh, sinkhole? What happened? It's just like this. Uh, he kind of throws a tongue. It's a hole leads out into the underground, uh, probably going to be used by uh, criminals and tugs if we didn't, you know, guard it at all times. So we make sure that none gets in, none gets out. Hmm. I see. Is there anything I can help you with? Oh. Uh. So no one can go near this. No. For safety? For safety, yes. And for safety, not just of yourself, it's most probably a dungeon down there. But also it's uh, for safety of the city. We don't want, you know, thieves guilds setting up under Escadar or something. Mm, yes. Uh, have you gone down there? No, but uh, no one's allowed to go up. There. No one's allowed to go down there without permission from higher up. How do you know no one's down there now, though? Well, because if they were, we're just not allowed to go down there. We're not allowed anyone in here. That's what I'm saying. That's how high up. But if there was another entrance. I doubt there's another entrance. We've noticed city pretty well. And to answer your question, young lady, uh, how high up? I'd say, I mean, from the constable. She's the one who's telling us not to let anyone in. I see. Okay. Like, if you got a writ, I'd be happy to let you through, but unfortunately, I just can't let every, you know, passing adventurer who wants to go Grind some experience points down in the dungeon. Count them trees. The fuck are experience points? I have. You are speaking it's, another language. It's code. It's game mechanics. Ah, oh, I see. That's a game. What game? Half on the second edition. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, that's all being cut out. No. I think we're getting a little bit too meta. So Sorry, cutting back, he's like, we can't just let every adventurer who passes by come in willy-nilly, looking for treasure or gold or whatever. If you want to come in, you need a writ from higher up. That's just how it is. Oh, got it. You will be back, then. All right. Good luck. All right, good luck. Uh, Constable Paul Dreen's busy. He's not going to want to talk to... Then one of them at the back said, Oh, are you a circus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my daughter went to see you the other day. She, oh, did she oh, have yeah. a good time? Uh, yeah, she said you were very good. She liked the uh, the fake fight in the middle. Oh, mm, I'm... Very realistic. Oh. I'm very glad that she enjoyed herself. Yeah, it was the fake. Actress, <laughs> the guy to the present. Ram, yes, it's good that you enjoyed the show, but like I said, you need... You need... You're going to need permission, and there's no real way you're going to get that without, you know... A reason to go down there beyond I'd like some treasure. 
Uh, he says as they're walking. Um, we need to go see the constable. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Ah, uh, you still have that notebook, yes? The... which... which notebook? And Adapaldrine's notebook? No, it was, uh, Juniper... my God. Oh my God, sorry. Give me a second. Um, oh, I Juniper she was wins up. With it. She was the she was the constable who caught this person, but it was the this was the thief's notebook, not her notebook. Juniper runs out. Cut that out. No, uh, no, Ritz. Andera is the one who caught her, and she like this was a start thing for Andera's career. So, like, giving this to her would be a good thing. Yes, this oh, is no, all being cut out anyway. But yeah, just so you know, you are on the right track. Specifically, okay. it was Juniper's journal. That's what you're looking for. Okay. Um, do you still have that journal? The thief's one. Oh, uh, I should. I, I, I wouldn't have thrown it away or anything. All right, let's go bribe the constable. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. okay. You know what? Sure, fine, whatever. He's <laughs> 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 like, I give up. <laughs> okay. I'm just glad oh, there's no murder the happening. <laughs> um, you kind of get there, and uh, who do you encounter? But Derek Estalit. Fuck. The himbo, he's the himbo guard. Remember him? Yes. And he's Love like, him. "Afternoon, everyone. How are you all doing? Saw the show yesterday. Loved it. Fantastic stuff." What? Really awesome. That was your favorite part. Um, there is another man in here. Um, okay. Who is? Uh, one second. I'm actually going to put you on the map. Did you hear that? That um, Ritz asked a question. No, it's no. Okay. What did Ruth ask? Uh, it was just like, oh, what was your favorite part? But, oh, okay. Uh, I'll cut that back in in just a moment. No, it's okay. It'd be boring. No, it's a good, it's a good question. I get some good improv out of it. Give me a moment. Oh, where is it? Starts going on the fucking attack. Starts killing. <laughs> Starts maiming. Without mercy. Okay. <laughs> or more. One moment, one moment. Um, there we are. Uh, so you're like, you're outside Conclave Square now. Um, and he's kind of talking to you. And he's like, Uh, oh, there he's it is. Like, yeah, it was a great show. Great show. I uh, really liked the part. Um, who's at the end? Jim the, uh, the big finale part. Oh, the, th- uh, the, uh, fuck, what is it called? The Flamboni sisters, and I think... Yes. Yeah, the Flamboni sisters, we'll say. What the fuck are the dwarves called? The dwarven sorrows. Dwarven sorrows. Dwarven sorrows. The dwarven sorrows, the, the Flamboni sisters. And the Kambalis. Yes, those ones. Um, I think he's like, yeah, I really like the firework. It was really impressive. Uh, Oh, all smoke and mirrors, though, right? They're all right, right? Uh, oh, y- yes, everybody's fine. Completely. Good no to bad hear, good. things ever happened at the circus. Well, from what I can hear, that's true. 
Um, so you're here for? Oh, we wanted to give the constable something. Uh huh. Well, what is it? In person. It is. It's. It's fine to tell them, I assume. Um. Mm-hmm. It is the journal of um. What was her name? Juniper Winslow. Juniper Winslow. Uh, and that would be the person, <clears throat> the thief that um she caught that. Uh, oh God, I I don't know how it went. Yeah, it was uh the phantom thief that she caught. Um, it was the phantom thief that she caught. Oh. Oh, the Eskadar escapist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my, she'll be happy. Um, bad news for everyone. Uh, she is in the middle of a meeting right now. Okay. How Probab- much longer will she be in it? Probably about another hour. It's long enough for us to get lunch. Mm, I mean, you, you can sit here in the the waiting room in the meantime, or we could wait. I mean, you could go get lunch, I guess. I'm just kind of bored. <laughs> Do you want us to wait here and and <laughs> give you company? <laughs> oh no, I don't mind. Just any reason not to work, you know? Haha. <laughs> yeah, finger guns. Rare's <laughs> like, I like the way you think. Um, so have you eaten yeah. lunch yet? Oh yeah, three of them. Oh wow. Oh, okay. Alright. Three. Yeah. Like I said, any reason not to work, right? Jeez. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um as you guys are kind of talking, you do see that uh you're not the only ones in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a another person in here, and holy shit, he's fucking gorgeous. Raya, oh yeah, I saw him on the map. Raya, Rayari um glances at him. He <laughs> is hot. Um, who is he? Smiles. Well, pushes my hair behind my ears. <laughs> he is uh, clearly not a human, uh, judging by his glowing white pupils. Ooh. Um, he has beautiful alabaster skin, long, perfect blonde hair, and a gorgeous suit of golden and pink armor. And emblazoned on his uh, chest is a symbol of a bird whose tail sparkles the color of the rainbow. Oh, uh, that's shallow. Would everyone, would yeah. everyone, well, you're not supposed to know that. Well, you know what, Derry? Well, the she's my favorite goddess. The, of course, I know. I know. The Galarian deities are my fucking hyperfixation. We're both. We have to pretend for the audience. Um, would you guys okay, like, fine. Would you guys like to roll religion? Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. do a flat check. Sure. Oh god, that's so painful. Fourteen. Okay. Twenty-two. And Ariato. Sixteen. Okay, no, you all know, uh, you all recognize, uh, that is a symbol of Shellen. Um, Shellen is the goddess yes. of art, beauty, and love. Um, she is a very kind goddess, um, believes that there is beauty in everything, both physical and spiritual. And uh, I fucking love that bitch so much. Oh, she's so perfect. She is genuinely wonderful. The best uh, goddess. 
she has she's come from a tragic back uh a tragic past her brother and her had a huge fight and uh he was corrupted by outer forces to become a god of pain and destruction and she spent her life trying to bring him back and torture don't forget torture don't forget torture yeah. yeah um but she is these days mostly just a uh, patron of the arts. And from what you can tell, this man appears to be a champion of her. Hog hmm. champ? Kind of sexy to be a champion of Shellen. It's true. Mm-hmm. He's Only got a beautiful people. glaive that is stylized to look like an ink quill. <gasps> oh, stop it. Stop he's, it. He's kind of like stop head down, uh, eyes closed, uh, mostly like just humming to himself quietly. Almost like he's trying to compose music under his breath. Whoa. <laughs> right, um, um, at, go ahead. And he's just kind of sitting there. Chilling. Rayari, um, crosses their legs for a minute and is like, hmm. Um, and looks over and is like, Oh god, I, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to approach people. I don't like doing it, so I don't know okay, how to do uh, it. How about something like hey handsome or Ooh, <sighs> I like your rod. <laughs> I hate flirtatious people. Um Royari um looks over at the guy um and says, I'm sorry I'm real awkward um and says we'll cut it out to make you sound extremely confident Rari um crosses their legs and puts uh rests their like chin on their um on the back of their hand um as they're like leaning on the table and looks over at the guy and is like hey handsome uh he kind of looks up and he looks left and right and he looks at you uh, you can tell that he is an Azamar as well oh hello oh um I think he clears his throat a little bit and says good afternoon gorgeous oh my goodness hello <laughs> Rayari's like and, um what are you do? uh how are you doing what are you doing in this part of town oh I've been commissioned by uh the constabulary to help make a new stained glass front. Oh, wow. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mazea. Would I be correct in saying that you three are circus folk? Oh, yes. We're Wonderful. Not... I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. What are your performances? He says really nonchalantly as he kind of like... Very, um... Not awkwardly, but like... It, it, he's very extra human, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he uh, kind of like uh, glances at you all, kind of shaking oh. your hands a little bit, and he's like, "What do you all do? I'm so fascinated to hear more. I've been recently. I've just been thinking about the circus, and like, ever like this week has been, you know, a very circusy week." Oh, did you? For, for Has me. it? Very yes, I did see the performance. 
It was fantastic. Ah, um, well, I am something of a swordswoman. I use rapier. I'm a clown. Oh yes, oh yes. You did not hide that part. And you, ma'am? Okay. What? Uh, he asked what you what you did to perform. Oh. Uh, magic, fortune selling. Sometimes a bit of the two. That's also incredible. I have to say, what you do for this town is incredible. I really, like... You really are inspiring. Oh, do for this town? I mean, we're new in this, in this town, but thank you. Mm-hmm. I know, the host is... Yes, I'm aware. I haven't seen you before, so I assumed. Hmm. Um, Mariah's like... Well, I'm glad to see somebody that appreciates the circus. You're so always happy to meet a fan. Bayari sends Sarnax. Well, like I said, I'm Masiel. You know, to be honest, I'm very happy that I've just started learning the performing arts myself. It's not easy, but... Oh? Oh? What's your trade? Well, like I said, I do art. Um, I'm trying to perfect um, mostly just uh, artwork for the circus right now, but I'm mostly working as well on um, trying to get a better at glass blowing. Oh. You know, doing it uh, quickly on stage. Ah. I'm told uh, by the ringmaster that that'll be excellent work. Ah. Do you work with, with uh, Mistress Duska? Of course, and all of you do as well, I assume. No. Fuck no. Other circus. Yes. Better circus. <laughs> oh. Yes, we're with, with the one, the the circus of wayward wanderers, which I assume you've heard slander about. All lies, most likely. Are you all right? Did this sour a conversation for you? Are you uncomfortable? He goes back and sits down. <laughs> and doesn't look at you guys. <laughs> That's what I thought, piss baby. Oh my god. He looks generally like a little shaken by that. If you're ever <laughs> looking for a better job, please don't talk. We to pay me. more. Oh, are, are you legally not allowed to? That's all I want to know. No, I, I don't want to talk to you. I see. Rayaris. I think he's scared of us. Soon you'll realize the error of your ways. Oh yes, please do be careful. Uh, she doesn't um, pay you very well. He, the door opens a little bit, and he, do you hear a meeting thing saying next? And Ooh, that he us? kind of st- steps up, and he walks in. And before he walks in, he kind of pauses. And he glances at all of you, and he clears his throat and says, Which of you would be the leader of this group? We don't have uh, one. Leader. All three of us? I'll say to all three of you, stay away from her. Good uh, I heard... <laughs> and with that, he 
makes his way in. Rari is. And that was, um... As that the, was an encounter. As the guy goes in, right? He was like a like, kid, I will point out. He's like 20. Oh, gee, sorry, you said kid and I got oh I got God. scared. No. <laughs> um, Rari oh is my like... God, he's a year older than Ariadna. Ugh. Ugh. Rari's like, oh, well, he didn't tell us anything new at all. Uh, well, he told us uh, one thing is that is some of them are scared of us. <laughs> I think that's useful. I think that is wonderful, actually. You guys have never seen this guy before, like ever. Mm-hmm. Must, be Mazel, hmm? Must be a newbie. Probably. Seems to be. Uh, Mazel, he said his name was. Um, maybe the maybe what's her name? The Sylph. Um. Oh God. Uh, uh Laz. Zarla. Something. Zarla. Zarla. Maybe Zarelil knows something about him? Oh, good idea. We can ask them. It's true. We do have somebody who knows things. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to head inside now and talk to um, talk to the boss lady? The, oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Wait, sorry. Wait, blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you want to wait until uh, Mazael is done his me- with his meeting and then go talk to the boss lady? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I think uh, at least Volio sits there. Uh, <laughs> waits for that fucker to come out and um, stares stares them down as soon as they leave. He makes his way out and kind of clutches his glaive a little tighter as he walks past. Um, <laughs> Ari- he's just, very serious. Rayari literally all. just winks at him. Ariadna is just <laughs> passing a ball of fire between her hands. Oh, you're oh, you're. <laughs> Him. He okay, does make his way off, and there's like a serious look on his face. <laughs> Man, this guy really has no sense of humor. Yes. Uh, he also kind of has a stick up his ass, a special stick. Oh, well, he's like 20 years old. Give it a few years, and he'll stop feeling that way about that circus. Oh, God, he's a year older than me, though. <laughs> Listen, I can't tell the actual age. That's just what I'm guessing. But he does uh, look like he's young, and he's clearly a new recruit. Uh, one day he'll Is figure he it out. I just double check. Is he young? I think so. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I say he's relatively young. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. So, uh, do you guys uh, make your way in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After he has left, you guys are beckoned into uh, Andera Paul Dream's office. And uh, she kind of looks up as you enter, and she raises an eyebrow and says, Well, if it isn't Circus of Wayward Wonders. Hello. I'm so happy to see you all. I trust if it isn't you. the best constable in town. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it very much. I did go to your show. Um, I didn't ma- manage to stay for the whole thing. Um, I left about halfway through the second act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was very impressed by what I did see. You seem to be running uh, upstanding business. I'm glad now, how can I help you? What have you come here for today? 
nudges Rayari. Well, um, and Rayari, um, uh, looks at the constable and says, We are here to, one, give you something that we found, um, that you may find. I don't know if useful is the right term. Um, I think you'll like it. Um, and also ask mm-hmm. for permission. I don't take bribes. It is not a bribe. It is something... I I mean, Rayari pulls out the, the book and is like, this is um, jun- Juniper. It's the the, um, the phantom... Juniper Winslow? Yes, the phantom thief that you caught a while back. Um, Juniper Winzel, this is her journal. We found it. And that's when something you didn't know was necessarily possible happens. Mm. And Dara's face breaks into a grin. <gasps> oh my dear, you have a beautiful smile. The stick is gone. This brings back memories. Winzel eluded the law for a long time. She starts, like, licking through the pages. Oh? Finally apprehending her was more than just a feather in my cap. It was the start of my career. Really, I just had a hunch and luck to be in the right place at the right time. She pauses and flips through the journal's brittle pages, and then she snaps the book closed with a look of triumph. I always knew she had another hideout. I don't believe in fate, but for you to find something of hers on that plot at this point in my career when I need it most, it's a remarkable coincidence. I'm going to give you the names of my staff. Uh, you'll be able to reach out, uh, reach me without an appointment anytime you'd like. Oh, thank you. Um, but that was a weird thing to say about her career there. <laughs> Um, is a little yeah. weird. Yeah, Rari is extremely curious. Um, you can ask. Rari's like, um, forgive me for asking if this is inappropriate. At this point in your career? I'm going to be canny with you here. And I would appreciate you didn't leak this information. I would never leak information. Loose lips sink ships. It's true. I am frustrated with this city. Oh. Specifically, yes. the corruption within Eskadar. Mm. There's an election coming up. Uh, I don't oh. know if I'm going to win it. Ah. Uh. People are, I suppose, growing tired of me. I don't. I keep things safe, but. I believe I have a bit of a reputation as a stick in the mud. I'm sure you've probably called me that yourselves. I have not. Never. I don't know. I would not normally mind conceding an election. I'm not a baby. (laughs) This podcast was recorded in November 2020. Early November 2020. But 
you say that I am the only guard I know for sure not that isn't crooked in this city is only slightly an exaggeration. Okay, that's terrifying. Ooh, scary. I don't know who will succeed me as chief constable should I lose the upcoming election. I'm worried that all the work I have done over the years trying to make this city safer will be undone to make a few quick gold. Mm, a reasonable fear. If nothing else, though, this journal will give me a little bit extra motivation. Well, I'm glad that we could give that to you. And she kind of, like, fishes uh, in her desk, and she's like, let me give you something as a thank you. And I start looking up magic items that might be fun to give you guys, because I'm like, this seems like there should be an award, right? Yeah. That um, would be a good reward. Entrance to the underground. <laughs> she will give you. I'm old. <laughs> we just have to tiptoe around. Oh, it. that's what we're doing. She pulls out a pair of uh, silk gray gloves. And uh, stitched into the back, there's a teacup. And she pulls a tread on uh, the glove at the teacup and yanks it out. And she has a hot cup of tea and she starts sipping it. <gasps> oh, wow. And she hands you uh, the pair of gloves. It's like, these are gloves of holding. You can store items in them to instantaneously retrieve into your hand when you need it. Useful. Extremely useful. I was gifted this pair last year for Almas. I don't use it myself. Mm -hmm. It's not much, but it's the very least I can do for this motivation booster. I'm glad that we could help you. And thank you. Now, was this all you came for? No, unfortunately, as much as I would love it to be. <laughs> Um, we came here with the request. <laughs> yes, she says. And she, and she like interrupts herself and says, I'm trusting you not to jeopardize my situation here. I you're promise. You're stay on the right side of the law, right? Oh, I promise that yes. we are on the right side of the law. Um, <laughs> Rayari, um, is, is, says, I, I, I was raised by, by, um, by the, by the the um oh god what are they of the Sansernax what of Sansernax the uh the Order of Sansernax or yes. Knights of the Onstar I I was raised by the Order of Sansernax I would never do something against the law um those old fogies yes they are they really are anyways stick up my bot side <laughs> um. My uh, my old folks uh, aside, um, we were wondering if we could get permission to go into the um. It was the moon, the moonstone moon temple, the moonstone hall temple. Honorary grins. Very important. It's like sparkles. 
she raised an eyebrow and says, Moonstone Temple. There's like a sinkhole there? Yes, yes. If memory serves, that was an abandoned and buried temple to Aradin that uh, the city wants to keep clear of smugglers and other criminals. Yeah. I've obviously posted guards that it's only entrance in the woodwork district. Because you've already shown some initiative in clearing the plot of land for the circus, I can safely conclude that you could st- uh, prove useful in making a full exploration of the site and clearing out any criminals or troublesome monsters that occupy the site. Oh, you beautiful as, woman. <laughs> as with the overgrown site outside of town, I realize I can utilize you without jeopardizing any of my guards. Uh... One second. And she uh, quickly writes down a writ, uh, stating that you have permission to enter the site. And she says, Yeah! You give this to the guards, they'll let you through. Thank you. Sick. Um, and she kind of smiles and says, I'm not sure what you need down there, but it'll if it helps the city, then I'm sure... It'll help me as well. Oh, it will help more than the city. What? Oh, I don't know. Anyways, right, thank well. you very, very much. <laughs> um, thank you. I we appreciate it a lot. As you were, and she kind of smiles. Uh, it's you guys are kind of ushered out another person takes her uh takes your place and you guys have a few moments to uh, discuss as you presumably head back to the temple mm-hmm. are you guys oh, safe i can't other? wait to shove this in the god's face <laughs> a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it's like shall we yes we must be on our way okay uh, so you make your way down, you shove it in the guards' faces, and they're like, oh, okay. And <laughs> you guys enter Moonstone Temple. You guys make your way down into the sinkhole. Uh, there's a long staircase of stone which descends about a hundred feet beneath Eskadar. The subterranean chamber around uh, this ruined temple is almost entirely self-contained. Seems that its only entrance is the staircase leading up to the woodworkers' district, which you just came through. The city built atop the temple is held up by several support pillars, including many pillars that once supported the temple itself. The upper level of Munsal Hall, as you approach it, once served as a place of worship dedicated to Arden and was open to the public. Generous donors spared no expense in its construction, as you can see by the structure's walls and ceilings, which are an amalgam of white marble and alabaster blocks, and polished pink marble floors are found throughout the area. Moss grows everywhere, and sunlight breaks through some of the cracks in the pavement above. But mostly it's very dark. Although the temple is dusty and time-worn, it retains its stately grandeur. You guys make your way into the temple exterior. It is very dark here. Mm-hmm. Alright, pulls out a fucking torch. It's like... 
Alright. Volio opens his eyes. Alright, folks, I, I, I know that you all have dark vision and stuff, but again, I am human. I know this, and I have make you see vision. You know, your vision is very wonderful, albeit slightly terrifying. So you turn on the torches and you make your way down and you see the temple exterior. Ooh. Far beneath the restless city lies a monument to the past. Sturdy doors of reinforced ebony guard the entrance to an impressive building constructed of gleaming white stone. One of the doors is slightly ajar. White stone pillars support the cavern ceiling above. Broken stained glass windows along the temple's wall peer like sightless eyes. And as you start approaching, you do smell something. And it's a smell you yeah. really do wish you weren't smelling. No death? Is it a smelly no, smell? No, worse. It smells smelly? <laughs> <laughs> it's the smell of like mossy fungus and rot and sulfur all mixed into one sweaty reptilian stink. Oh, good. No! Volio's favorite smell. The fresh stench of Zulgat. Which is not something mm. you were necessarily expecting. Hmm. That is not good. No. No, it's not. It's quite bad, actually. They're here already. Great. Uh, well, I guess it's another clear out mission. You know, I think it is. Uh, like, you generally don't know why they would be here. Yeah, it's weird. Rayari's like, why are they even here? How do you. S I don't know. How do you think they got here? Uh, well, they are underground creatures, right? That is true. Is this maybe where they've been? Probably like tunnels and somehow came here. I don't know. Maybe they teleported. Uh that that is an idea, Folio. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Um, I think Royari, as you're speaking, just for a moment you see a flicker of movement um in the darkness. Like from inside the building, past one of the broken stained glass windows. And Vol uh and Rayari's like I think I saw something. Was it Azulgat? Uh maybe it was movement. It was too fast to be Azulgat. Oh fuck, they learned how to sprint. It was too fast. Uh maybe they learned to sprint? I would hope not. Ariato, it's uh. at that point that your skin begins to crawl. Oh boy. <gasps> Are you okay? Uh, I have a bad feeling. Uh-oh. Well, um, why? A stinky feeling or like a very, very bad, bad, terrible, awful, no good feeling? That. That exactly. Oh. Shit. <laughs> Is there anything I need to roll for this? Um, I don't think so because it does reveal itself pretty quickly. Oh boy. Crawling from out a window, you see a humanoid figure, and it kind of crawls on all fours onto the pavement, 
in front of you all and rears up to its full height um, outside the door to this temple, blocking your entrance. And it is gangly. It is weird. Joints shouldn't work that way. Bones shouldn't work that way full stop. As you stare at you slowly realize maybe there aren't even bones in this thing. Great. And not to sound like a creepy pastor writer from 2009, sorry, 2009, but it looks like it's exclusively made of blood. Uh huh. And you see its warped body, its long face, its pointed ears, its sharp head. Like where the back of its head pulls off into like an almost pepper-like shape. Its mm-hmm. entire body dripping red with two golden eyes and monstrously inhumanly sharp teeth. Almost like those of a dinosaur. <gasps> dinosaur demon? Well, all of you make me a religion check real fast. And Ariato, uh, I'll let you get a... i let you roll with vision lore. Um, and the DC will be much lower. Religion, right? Mm-hmm. 19. Roll a 15. 23. Okay. Um, the others, you immediately recognize this as a babao. Mm-hmm. A blood demon. Okay. The same kind of demon that is infesting, or that would have uh, infected um, Scarlet during her transformation. The same kind of demon oh. that infected those ghouls back into Hermitage. Oh. Oh god. But Ariato, you immediately recognize this as no ordinary babao. Its crawling body, its sharp feet, its animalistic eyes. This isn't just any babao. Ariato, this babao is from the Glutton Dark. Oh, fun. And right. as it kind of like clicks its body into place Ew. and stares at you all. It lets out that <laughs> as it he doesn't uh, sound friendly. It produces a spear and charges you all, oh. ready to uh, turn you into a pulpy mass of flesh for it to consume into its body. Gross. <laughs> Nasty. Everyone, roll initiative! This episode of Dice to Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Dennis FFX, Eva, Chris Lutman, Hiku, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Casper, Steph, 
Emelyn, Cone Without Name, Sean C, Fan Daniel, Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Elizabeth, Danny, Jenna Mitchell, James R, Kane Kendrick, Donald Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Mel Eeyore, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Loderna, John the Book Order, SS66Seeker, Leon, Tyler, Dame Valerie Deterred, and Sierra. You want to support us too? Check out uh, patreon.com slash roll and see what you can get for helping us to keep it rolling. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.